BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, or welcome in, back into the new week. I'm Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We have got a bevy of stories to get to that happened over the weekend and beyond. We look forward to diving into all that with you. We'll be joined by Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan at the top of the next hour. He is going to break some news, I believe, with us, but certainly we'll be talking with him about the charges against President Trump, the investigations ongoing in the Republican-controlled House, and where he sees things going from here. But off the top, want to give you a bit of news. We have uh, Louisville, uh, Kentucky, is one of the many markets where this show is number one overall. Sometimes when there are breaking news stories, they go directly to the breaking news, so I'm not sure if we are on in Louisville right now, but there was, so all of you know, a shooting uh, in the downtown area of Louisville. Four people are dead, eight wounded, and the shooter is also uh, dead. Uh, the details on the shooter and, and everything else still remains outstanding, and that is we don't know it. Uh, this was a shooting that took place at a bank near uh, the minor league baseball stadium. For those of you who are familiar with downtown Louisville, uh, the shooter is dead. Four additional innocent people dead, eight wounded. Just to keep you updated on that, again, that occurred this morning in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, but we wanted to go right into the continued woke fallout that we are seeing across the entire country. Buck, I couldn't couldn't hardly go anywhere without people wanting to talk about this Bud Light decision to have a spokesperson who is a uh, is a woman pretending to be a man or sorry, a man pretending to be a woman. Everybody seems to be talking about this. And I do think this is going to be a significant massive blow overall to Bud Light's brand. But a lot of people out there are asking the question, how in the world did we ever get here? How do we get here to a relatively low-cost 
beer that is, I would say, wildly popular with the working man. That is Bud Light, a uh, brand that used to advertise, hey, we like girls, we like football, which is something that your average guy would respond to. How in the world did we end up here? Well, and I'm not sure how exactly to pronounce her name, but I want you to listen to this. Um, this is Alyssa. Well, actually, before we get into the ridiculousness, Buck, do you remember the Coors Light? I think Light? it's Heinerscheid. Uh, yeah, we'll get to her in a sec, but I want to play something positive. I think we've played this before. Do you remember the Coors Light ad in the early 2000s that just talked about how people liked football, girls, and uh, and having a Did, good time? Do you remember that? That was Bud Light's brand, actually. Bud Light's brand was drink Bud Light while there are girls in bikinis at the beach yes. and American flags. That was so the brand. I, this, this is Coors Light. They, they, this is a Coors Light ad, but I'm telling you that this ad would dominate if they would bring it back and just basically throw two middle fingers in the direction of all the woke losers out there. But for those of you who remember this, this was the Coors Light Twins ad. It was so popular, people would just play this theme song. I just want you to listen to it. It wasn't very long ago. This is how they used to sell beer in America. I love playing two-hand touch, eating way too much, watching my team win with the Twins. I mean, it feels like, Buck, that was like 2006, all right, that that ad was wildly popular. A lot of you out there remember this ad, you know, girls in short skirts, cheerleaders, beer, guys throwing football, grilling out, tailgating. Sounds awesome, right? Now, listen to this transition. This is, and how do you say her name? Alyssa Heinerscheid. I'm, just, uh, Alyssa I'm guessing. Heinerscheid. I took two years of German. That's the closest I can get. She is Bud Light's VP of Marketing, and she's talking about how they have to evolve the Bud Light brand. Listen. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like we Mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And, okay, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men mm-hmm. and representation is at sort of the heart of evolution you've got to see people who reflect you in the work and we had this hangover i mean bud light had been kind of a brand of fratty kind of out of touch humor and it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach so, Clay, I know everyone's everyone's dunking on this all weekend. You are. Uh, everyone's dunking yes. on it, right? Because it shows you that exactly what we tell you, that woke considerations or what in the 90s um, would have been called politically correct considerations yep. are now dictating brand propositions for things like Bud Light and, you know, name, you know Disney, uh, go, go down the list. But here's the part of it that I think is actually more distressing than than most folks realize. Uh, for this uh, Alyssa Heinerscheid, this is, for her, deeply brand-enhancing. 
Sure, maybe she'll get fired from her job. Maybe, probably not. Destroying whatever is left of Bud Light. I don't drink beers. Everybody knows because I have celiac disease. But from what I, you know, what I understand, Bud Light is not high on the taste profile list, right? It's not particularly great uh, compared to other beers. She has done a lot of damage to the brand. People are angry at it. But understand, she is able to do that destruction to Bud Light and advance herself. After this video comes out, she is now on the radar of the biggest woke corporations. You know, you'll see she could become a uh, head of diversity and inclusion or some important uh, to the to the left job at any major corporation in America now. I the, the point I'm making is that it is brand enhancing for a wokester to destroy a brand as long as they do it for the reasons the commies want. Yeah, look, it can be individually good, and this is the challenge with the woke takeover of business in general, is it can be individually good for the overall brand of the individual who makes that choice while destructive to the global brand. And I'll give you an example, Buck. Uh, I, I do, and I have, regularly drank Bud Lights, right? You're out at a bar, it's crowded, and you're trying to get, and I, you know, I go on the road for college football all the time. Let's say I'm with three or four buddies and you're at the bar and it's crowded, it's easy to just say, hey, give me four Bud Lights because I'm not going to be ordering like four difficult-to-make mixed drinks, right? This is not... The Bud Light audience is you're in a crowded bar, you're buying a bunch of beers for buddies, and you're just like, okay, just give me four Bud Lights. It is a generic, easy beer order to make. I won't do that now. And... Look, I obviously got my own local beer that we enjoy promoting gratis, and it's a lot of fun, and we're never going to do advertising campaigns like this. But I think there are many of you out there listening to me right now who know exactly what I'm talking about. You're out on a Friday night with friends, and it's easy to just order a Bud Light because, again, it's a generic brand that exists everywhere. I guarantee you, Buck, they are getting reads. I guarantee you right now all over the country, and there are lots of guys and girls like me who are just wanting to make a choice. Because look, if Bud Light advertised to everybody, if your true goal was to be super inclusive, if Bud Light was like, hey, we want to spend $3 million a year, and we want to be the official beer of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, and simultaneously, we want also uh, to go out and we're going to try to bring in you know, trans influencers or whatever else. I would think it was dumb for the brand, but I would at least acknowledge, hey, they're trying to reach the full scope of the American population. They're not doing that. They wouldn't even spend a dollar with this show. It's the biggest radio show in the country. 500 affiliate radio stations. Because they're afraid of our opinions and how scary we might be. They wouldn't advertise with us, but they'll go give a fake chick hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, and destroy the brand. Because, by the way, fratty out-of-touch humor. You know who likes fratty out-of-touch humor? Pretty much every dude in America. And that is the backbone of the Bud Light audience. Well, you have to remember, though, that the, the, the one thing the left has done really well for a long time, and conservatives have been asleep at the wheel on this one, is they don't just seek out the nodes of of power you know that the choke points of authority and, and influence in our society and in our culture in a general sense they want to go for the foundational ones they want to be looking at the things that we think of as or, or taking over the things that we think of as 
the most traditional Americana. I mean, Disney, I think, is a good example of this. And I think that ideologically, they get a particular thrill. I I think the left views the, you know, spasms of wokeness that we've seen from professional sports, uh, you know, whether NASCAR or NFL or whatever, as enormous, enormous successes for their ideological movement. Right. More so even than you could just say based upon reach and the dollars and cents involved, because they want it to feel like there is no refuge left for yeah. traditional Americana. So they want to go find the, 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 whatever you believe, you know, example is if the left can get the company that sells you your fishing lures to send out something, you know, that says, Oh, you know, we stand with trans surgery for children. That is far more exciting to the left than having, you know, Hulu put out some statement or something in support, even though Hulu is obviously because they control all of the media. And we expect that from Hulu. If they can start to take over and flip the branding and the feel of things that you would generally consider to be outside of leftist Democrat influence, you know, that for them is really it's like going it's like going into our kitchen. You know what I mean? It's going into the the rights safe havens and saying we're going to do and they've obviously they've done this in the schools they've done this in the media they've done this all over the place but culturally and, and from a corporation standpoint you know they, they really want to they really want to do everything they can to make it clear that there is nothing that you believe in and hold sacred in America that is safe I mean they're going to go after your churches too they're going after everything and Buck they'll lecture you for caring. Why do you care so much? If you don't like it, so what? And here's my answer to everybody out there. You should care. And you and I have been having private conversations about this. Might as well put it out there publicly. I think everybody out there who has a sane belief and loves America, you need to be starting. It's one thing to say, hey, I'm not going to buy this brand anymore. You need to be entrepreneurial and start your own brands. Because I really think we're moving towards an America where, and I wish this wasn't the case, But I think we're moving towards an America where the companies that you support are supporting and reflecting your values. And I think that's important. I mean, the alternative is to go through more decades of what we've seen for particularly the last. I mean, I think you can set a lot of this, the the extreme wokeness to the start of the Obama administration. Um, But what, what you see are companies that don't feel like they have to be responsive really to their customer base in any meaningful way because they're so powerful and so wealthy that they don't care. I mean, I'll never forget how many times did you ever have this? I got into an Uber during the pandemic and the driver would pull his mask up when I got into the car. And a couple of times they actually complained about me to Uber. Yeah. And then Uber made me take a photo of myself with a mask on before I could get into another Uber. Yeah. I mean, the, the most basic bend the knee peasant stuff you could ever i mean uber should be ashamed of itself you know it's run by morons but they don't care because they think they can just keep doing this stuff so we do need a parallel conservative economy in as many places as we can to create the alternatives that we can have because otherwise you know keep giving your money to bud light see what happens there you know see how the situation plays out they disrespect you and at some point the disrespect you have to start changing the way that you're spending money. I've done it in my household. I'd encourage all of you to do it. But more importantly, I'd encourage the people with the means to do so to start building their own apparatus that respects the audience that they're going after and start competing with some of these brands. Yeah.
Yeah, absolutely. A lot of family, uh, family gatherings happened over the weekend, brought people together, multiple generations together in many cases. Right? Passover, Easter, big things happening. So many stories told around the table. But you know what makes those stories even better? Videos and photos that bring them to life. Not if they're trapped on old media like videotapes or film reels or tucked away in photo albums. Make your next family gathering a more memorable one by using Legacy Box. For a decade now, Legacy Box has been digitally transferring family movies and old photos into digital files on thumb drives or DVDs. This makes them easy to share and also preserves them for future generations to enjoy and pass down. The process is so simple. Clay's done it. I've done it. It's so great. They send you a box, you know, legacy box. You put your stuff in it. You send the box in, and you can actually track it at each stage of the process. And then when you get your old media back, they wrap it really nicely, too. It's a very care, uh, careful process. You also get your digital media, and then you can enjoy rewatching family movies you made 20 or 30 years ago, or you can text old family photos to each other. You can post them on Facebook, say, hey, remember this photo from 1982? You know, stuff like that. It's amazing. Legacy Box is giving you 50% off their regular prices. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Buck to learn more. Again, that's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. Check out that website today. The Torch of Truth, past and still lit every day. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. We're definitely going to want to take a bunch of your calls this hour. So 800-282-2882. We're talking about the woke exec in marketing at Bud Light who was explaining that, yes, they are, in fact, going for diversity, equity, and inclusion propaganda for a, an old beer company to uh, reinvigorate itself. Um, we'll, we'll return to some of that in, in a couple of minutes here. Clay also has for us, this is a teaser, we're not going to tell them what it is, a Trump tweet that just came out. I'm sorry, a truth. I I've, I got to get this stuff. Basically away. the same thing, but right. Trump basically sending the same things he would be sending on Twitter. Instead, they're truths. So a Trump truth, um, and uh, we'll talk about what he says. Uh, also, we want to get into uh, probably the second hour, but we're going to talk about this case of Daniel Perry, who was found uh, guilty of murder by a, well, left-wing Soros-backed prosecutor in Austin and a left-wing jury pool. Um, we'll talk about what's going on here because Governor Abbott seems to be getting a possible pardon in the process. He can't do it himself. There's a pardon board in Texas but he has said over the weekend that he is pushing the case uh, through to the parole, I mean, to the pardon board. Um, and so that's really important about self-defense and, and how the left is trying to make self-defense illegal. Um, we also have, uh, let's see, Clay, Los Angeles. I'll probably not get this a little bit, but again, I'm throwing some things out there. You know, Los Angeles has a new plan that they're using to try to prevent people to camp out in the uh, subway stations at their train stations that they have there blasting classical music did you see this i think that would help you sleep no it's loud enough that apparently it's keeps them up but it's nice and soothing for all the other people so it makes it hard to sleep but yep. it's nice in the background we'll talk i i think this is great i my mantra is always more mozart not less so We'll get into that here in just a moment. My fellow gun owners out there, if you're training at the range this spring, the weather's getting warm in a lot of places, you've taken notice of how expensive ammo's become. You want to keep your skills sharp, but without the big-time expense of ammunition. Now you can train without ammo at home using the Mantis X. This is a great training tool that doesn't require visits to the range. You can do the majority of your training with this dry-fire practice method. And that's what Mantis X is, a firearms training system that is a no-ammo all electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. The Mantis X attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, connects to your smartphone and the Mantis X app. Training with this is so effective. 94% of Mantis X users improve within 20 minutes. It's a must-have for every gun owner. You're just going to be shooting better. Start improving your accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Well, this is not a monster surprise, but the Trump-DeSantis shadow Cold War continues. But this was interesting, Buck. In the last hour, Trump truthed out as follows, and I'm curious what you think about this and how you would analyze it. Also, by the way, 800-282-2882. Many of you can weigh in on a variety of different top, uh, subjects. And reminder that we're going to be joined by Ohio Congressman uh, Jim Jordan at the top of next hour. So in about uh, 25 or 30 minutes from now. 
Um, and this is from Trump, like I said, an hour ago, uh, discussing Ron DeSantis. Um, and let me make sure I get it in front of me to, uh, to read exactly what he said. Um, because this is maybe the, uh, I would say, Buck, the first time that I've seen a hint like this. Tell me if you agree with me. Ron DeSantis is a young man who is not doing well against me in the polls, to put it mildly. I believe that if he decides to run for president, which will only hurt and somewhat divide the Republican Party, he will lose the cherished and massive MAGA vote and never be able to successfully run for office again. If he remains governor, which is what Florida voters assumed, it would be a whole different story all caps, just saying, but who knows? So when I read this, I read this as Trump saying I might pick him as my VP. Do so, you read it this way, Buck, or how I, I, would you analyze, again, this is Trump, a truth social tweet he put up in the last hour? I think that that's perhaps supposed to be the interpretation of it. I think that there is... No chance that Ron DeSantis would believe that Donald Trump, um, that Donald Trump would, um, really want him to be his VP. Uh, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that uh, happen. I could be wrong and we could see that play out very differently. Um, but Trump's VP pick is, it's not going to be somebody. I mean, I'll tell you again, this is assuming he wins the the primary, which is an assumption and which may very well not happen. So, you know, we don't know. Um, but uh, if he's going to be able to pick a VP, uh, it would be somebody who uh, loves Trump a lot. That will be that will be number one thing. Somebody who is very, very loyal to Trump. Um, so I don't know who that is. I think there's some names already out there. It's not going to be Glenn Youngkin. It's not going to be Kemp. It's not going to be someone from a state that they could help deliver. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, and if any, you know, you can mark this day and we can go back and remember that. I'm just, I'm just saying what I think is pretty obvious and where this is likely to go again, assuming that Trump were to win it. Um, but I don't, I don't see, uh, DeSantis wanting to be anybody's, uh, VP either. I mean, why not just keep being the best governor in the country? That's my, that's my sense of it. I, I'd be curious to hear what people out there are thinking about it. I think it's probably smart strategically of Trump. Um, because it, there are a lot of people listening to us right now that would say they like Trump DeSantis as a ticket. Now, the 11th Amendment, there is a issue that would have to be resolved because under current interpretations, you can't have two candidates from the same state. So if Trump were running as president and Ron DeSantis were running as vice president, Presumably, DeSantis could never go somewhere else because he's the governor. Trump might have to become a resident of a different state in order to pick DeSantis as his VP. That, to me, would just be messy because you know that given all the other legal hurdles that are underway, Democrats would do everything they could to say, oh, Trump is not a resident of of insert other state here, and they would challenge it legally. I, I I think this is Trump in in his way uh this for for people who are all in on trump right now as their candidate remember desantis hasn't announced yet we all know i mean it's a little bit of a weird situation because with the resign to run law and with the current florida legislature in session we all know why he hasn't announced yet it's not like there's a oh 
this is strange that he has this is the expectation is that he was going to wait until after the the legislative session that's what everyone who follows florida politics has has been assuming um but with all of this it means that the people who are all in on trump at this stage of the primary can say see he's even extending an olive branch and he's being reasonable and ron won't wait his turn that's how the messaging of this from the Trump side of it, I, I believe, is is supposed to work. It's uh, if Ron was just willing to uh, play ball with Trump, it would all work, and we'd have twelve years of great presidents. I think that's what Trump is going for. I think that's a good argument by Trump. My big thing on Biden, and by you see Biden at the Easter egg roll, he could barely talk to Al Roker and kind of stumbled through his answer about whether or not he said he still intends to run, but he hasn't announced it yet. I mean. Granted, I don't think he wants to announce on the Today Show with Al Roker during the uh, during the Easter egg roll that he's going to be running for re-election. The single biggest weakness that Biden has is his age and his incompetence. So I do think the one thing that Trump most takes away is, and I understand Trump is far more competent. He was at the UFC event. Uh, down in Miami. I hope some of you saw the videos and the reaction to him. That's his first public appearance since uh, since he spoke at Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday night and was in New York City for the arraignment. And the crowd went crazy for him. He was sitting with Kid Rock. He was sitting with uh, Dana White and Mike Tyson. You talk about an iconic quad there. A lot of great stories, I'm sure. Felt like an, uh, a, a, a MAGA Mount Rushmore almost. But what is interesting is... Trump at 78, which is what he would be, versus Biden at 82, it does allow Democrats to take age off the table in a way that Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, some of the younger candidates running for the Republican nomination, I think Biden would lose just based on looking so old, right? Um, and, And I think that would be a real difficulty for Democrats. And I think that's Biden's single biggest weakness is just that he's old, incompetent, has dementia, and if you run someone somewhat younger against him, that really registers with a lot of these independent voters. I, I I can't help but say that it does. And so, does DeSantis as the VP help Trump? Yes, I think it's probably the single gr- strongest ticket, but I don't know that DeSantis wants to be VP. And again, I just go back to that complicating factor of them both being from the same state. And I would put the chances of it happening at virtually zero. Yep. You agree with that. But I think it's yep. part of Trump to put out the DeSantis, uh, you know, that he's not. I, I argue. I mean, right can, after can, I, can, I, can I just say this? Yeah. And if, even for the most ardent Trump voters, the most ardent Trump voters would have to would have to explain to DeSantis that they should ignore what happened to Trump's last VP, which yeah. is a tough one. That's a tough one, folks. I'm just going to say, I'm just talking about whether you'd want to take that job right now. I don't know. I would also, I would also point out, and I think this is significant as you, as you analyze the situation. Um, so yeah, Trump is not loyal to Pence. Would you put it past Trump to tell DeSantis that he was going to pick him and then not pick him? Like, how do you lock in? In other words, how do you lock in and insist that someone stick with a vice president, right? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put that one out to the audience. Do any of you think that there's uh, that, that what, what would how would you respond to Clay's question about that one? I mean, really, if Trump came out and said, Ron, if you don't run, I'll make you my VP. Ron doesn't run. And then Trump picks somebody else as his VP. Is would that stun anybody? I mean, that wouldn't stun me. 
Like, and, and my point is, how do you contractually lock it in so that the guy is willing to 100% follow through? Because Trump, I'm sure, could find something that DeSantis said or did, deem it disloyal, and say that he's decided that he's not going to make that decision. Right? I mean, that doesn't seem it's crazy It's a very to me interesting all. point you are raising, a question the audience can ponder. Right? I mean, it just seems like I, I just uh, it's a long way till election uh, season. And until you're actually on the ballot, what would lock anybody in to uh, a VP commitment? But I think well, it's well, super let's, smart let's just have them have it out, out and there. see how it goes. You know, that's really what's going to happen here. There's a this is a little bit like the beginning of uh, of the Battle of Sterling, uh, Sterling in Braveheart. <laughs> When they okay. go out, yes. they go out to Until negotiate. You said Braveheart, really? I was like, nobody's going to have any idea what the beginning of this is going to be. Yeah, no, they know exactly. Everyone knows Braveheart when Mel Gibson no, when rides you said out. Braveheart. To, when you said the Battle of Sterling, I was oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, no, man. no, 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 yeah, totally. Yeah. But in Braveheart, he rides out there, and he's before he goes, he's like, I'm going to pick a fight, and then he does. That's what this is. They're not really negotiating a ceasefire at this stage of the battle. That's my real sense. That's my analysis of what's happening here. Let them fight it out. Speaking of Braveheart. Mel Gibson was at UFC 267. Did you see him in the video? Like Trump walked by, and Mel Gibson gave him a military salute. It's it was a little bit of a clip that went viral. Some of you may have seen that. I wouldn't have thought of it if you hadn't mentioned the uh, the Braveheart angle. Mel Gibson made some good movies, by the way. I mean, I think Braveheart's the my favorite movie of all time. So there you go. You know, we're about to watch in the Travis household Gladiator, which is Laura Travis's favorite movie that's ever been made. She has excellent taste. That's a top five, maybe top three for me. It's a great movie, especially coming back from Rome. Haven't been in the Coliseum. Uh, expect the best. Prepare for the worst. Wise words to live by every day. You never regret putting yourself in the position of being self-reliant. That means having a solid supply of emergency food on hand. Right now, My Patriot Supply is knocking $200 off their popular three-month emergency food kit. If you go to MyPatriotSupply.com, you can get hooked up with over 2,000 calories each day for optimal strength and energy. We have this in the Travis household, right in our pantry. Just saw it right before I came up to check the show. You can get hooked up. You'll be glad that you did it. And you'll be providing food insurance for your family. This lasts for years, three months daily. I've got one for each of the Travis boys as well as my wife and myself. And you can get hooked up right now and save $200 on each kit by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. Be sure to get at least one kit per person. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Free shipping as well. MyPatriotSupply.com. One more time, MyPatriotSupply.com. Laugh and join us on the weekend on our Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, 
And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Uh, just a reminder, we got Jim Jordan coming up here in a few minutes. Norman Jordan, Congressman of Ohio. He's going to break some news here on the program. Um, also, also in the next hour, I want to talk a bit about the possibility of a pardon for Daniel Perry on the grounds of self-defense that was not seen by a partisan jury in Austin with a Soros-backed left-wing prosecutor pushing the charges in the first place. Um, we are still very much dealing with, whether it's New York or Austin or any number of jurisdictions, ideologues who have infiltrated prosecutors offices and are acting in a way that is in accordance with the left-wing desire to effectively destroy the country so we will continue to uh we'll, we'll get into that rather we'll, we'll address that story um coming up in the second hour we have every line lit let's get to it um first up kurt in cincinnati kurt what have you got for us hey guys how are you today we're good. Good. Excellent. So I used to drink Budweiser. Uh, this uh, this lady from Bud Light has, uh, uh, she's really done a lot for Pabst Blue Ribbon sales because I don't drink Budweiser anymore and will not support any company uh, that uh, uh, supports these woke ideologies. I, I don't drink Coke anymore. You know, they went nuts and told me I needed to be uh, less white. Well, I don't know how to be less white. I do know how to buy less Coke, though. So uh, I'm just yeah. curious on your on your beer drinking. Are you like me where you say, like, hey, if you go out and you buy a six-pack or a 12-pack, Bud Light's kind of a default or Budweiser choice for a lot of people, and yeah. you're just making a calculated decision, you'll just buy something else? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I, I stopped at the uh, my little local watering hole yesterday, and uh, a buddy of mine is a little upset because uh, they ran out of Pabst Blue Ribbon because so many people have switched, uh, and, and you know the, the bar was not prepared to. Uh, they've got loads of Budweiser sitting in there, but nobody's buying it. Yeah, thank Thanks you. Call, I've, thank I've heard that anecdotally from a lot of people. Buck is that there there are a lot of uh, Bud Budweiser and Bud Light products stacking up and being rejected. You know, I mean, folks, there's a lot of beer, a lot of beer out there you can support. My uh, my friend and colleague here, Mr. Clay, has a 
beer company, correct? Right? I mean, there's a lot yeah, of... Yeah, we have Gr- Gratis, which is a beer that is all over the state of Tennessee. Um, Jay but Cutler just, and I yeah. are partners. Yeah, we got a beer. So I'm just saying, you can choose to to put your money with people who you support and who you know respect your values. And I always say this, and I, I think it's important that, that everyone listening always remembers this. Every sponsor we do, every live read we have, those are companies that have chosen to partner with us on this show. So I, I want everyone to be very clear. Every time you buy from one of our sponsors or check out one of their products or any of the things we're asking you to do, you're supporting this show and the message of the show because, you know, every company that, that does anything with anybody on the right takes the possibility of a pressure campaign from left-wing lunatics. This is one of the things, unfortunately, that the left has done very effectively. The left has created the perception that they will kick and scream and freak out if they don't get their way. And a lot of companies are wimpy. It's, by the way, it's not even that their sales will get hurt. They just, oh, we're going to get some emails. Oh, we're going to have people tweeting at us that are angry. I mean, I just say this for everybody out there. This, we've been doing this show for two years. We have not had a single car advertisement. We have not had a single restaurant advertisement. We have not had a single beverage advertisement. Just think about that. Biggest radio show in the country, 500 affiliates, millions of people listening every single day, no car, no restaurant, no beverage. How crazy is that? I mean, and this that's yeah. why when I saw this Bud Light woman, this crazy woke ideologue speaking out, I've seen this in the advertising agency agencies for a long time. I think they are the wokest of all uh, of all markets out there, which is why I would say take their stupidity as an opportunity. Start businesses. Also buy local, right? Buy a local brand around you that's unlikely to be super woke, mm-hmm. somebody busting their ass to run a small business um, that wants everybody, regardless of what mm-hmm. your politics are, to come to their restaurant or, or buy their at a drink. point where you can handle that kind of growth and that kind of volume, partner up with shows like this one. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the truth. truth, you know? I mean, think about the reach you have between this show, Glenn's show, Sean's show, Jesse, uh, Jesse's show, plus, you know, some of our, our local hosts on, on the premier network across the country. Huge brands have been built this way, by the way. Yep. Very successful ones. So it's important. Uh, let's get to Carrie in San Diego. Oh, I love San Diego. Carrie, what's going on? Hi, Buck. Hi, Clay. Hey. Um, I, my opinion on this Dylan is he's a ridiculous grifter. And he just needs to go away. I, it's just so surprising that any corporation embraces this person, uses them to sell products, and insults all of our intelligence. I mean, I just I don't understand who would make a decision like that. And when I went to Anheuser-Busch um, website, I saw my beer there, my Stella. So my Stella's there, St. Pauli's there, Beck's. Shambord, Corbell. They have a monster. She's right. They have a monster number of brands that they are making money off of. So if you want to to hit them where it hurts, you got to check out some other brands. (laughs) That's kind of where we are, unfortunately. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. 
Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.